need a pep talk? Come hang with us weekly while we serve up realness with a side of sass and help you learn to love yourself in every shape, size, and season. I'm Becca. And I'm AMQ. And this is I Got You, Boo. Hello, hello. Hi. I am so excited for this episode. I am very excited. We have a special guest. It's our first guest. And it only felt right that this person was here. He's probably on his way. We should hear from him soon. Do you want to mm-hmm. do you want to give a little bit more of an intro? Oh, do I want to give an intro? I mean, I sure, sure. Okay. So when Becca and I decided to do this podcast thing, you know, it all started on IGTV. We had all the funsies. People actually really liked what we had to say, which was like so great. And then we were like, we kind of want to start a podcast. And we realized we both wanted to start podcasts, which is incredible. And then we started actually talking about how to make that happen. One of the first things I did was I posted on Facebook about what the fuck Mike to get, <laughs> right? I was like, okay, so if we're going to do this, like, how does one start a podcast? First thing we all see that podcasters have is microphones. It's like, you know, you know, you're cool when you have these, like, this cool setup. So I posted on Facebook and wouldn't you know it, like the audio guy in my life posts and tells me not only which microphone I should get, but it was like, you know, when someone comments on Facebook gives you like, Hey, here's a link to what I think. And then does like subsequent comments, which it's like, but if you're looking at this, if your room is like this, if you have carpet, do this. I feel like your condo doesn't have carpet. Okay. So do this. It was the best. It was the best. And you would think that with those comments, I would have had audio figured out right out the gates. But no, if you recall a couple episodes back, I messed that up. So he started to tell us what kind of podcast stuff we needed, la-di-da-di-da. And then Becca and I actually started to do the dang thing. And we sort of thought to ourselves like, huh, okay. Becca knows a lot more about this whole audio media tech stuff than I do, surprisingly, even though I was in a journalism program. But we were like, hmm, it would be nice if we could just like pass it off to somebody else to add all these fun sounds and noises and just basically give it to a professional. So we did. We reached out. He was super happy to help. And I remember messaging Becca and being like, I think we're even more legit than we thought because we have a producer. (laughs) So basically, yeah, because at first we were like, oh, we can do this. We'll figure this out. And then as we got going, we're like, this is hard. (laughs) This is a lot harder than than we thought it was going to be. We need to call in the reinforcements. And then as soon as I saw that thread come up on Facebook, I was like, that guy, that guy, that guy, he knows what he's talking about. So um, we're going to get into, we're totally going to talk about like how I know this guy, but It's just, it's so interesting, you know, how the world just kind of things happen for you. You know, we, we definitely knew that the universe was on our side because things started to come into place and Becca and I like have some interesting requests, you know, like we will be like, Hey, can you put this noise in? Hey, can you find this sound effect? Hey, can you add elevator music? Which he somehow does not understand what elevator music is. (laughs) We had to tell him like two times. Also, it was like. And you've known him for a while, but for me, it was like, hey, yeah, we're going to do this thing. Thanks so much for helping us out. Boom, episode one. Now you're going to learn about vaginas. And, like, we're going to talk about our own lady bit parts. So, like, nice to meet you. Thank you so much for helping us out. And now I'm going to talk to you about my private. Welcome to the party. We also didn't give him a warning, right? Great. I didn't text him. I wasn't like, by the way, I'm talking about my vagina. Nope. That's not what happened. That's not what happened. He just listened to it and was like, "Mm." my favorite was when his wife sent me a message on Instagram and was like, oh, I love listening to you guys. I was like, this is the best. As he's editing, she's like listening to us. This is the best. So good. 
So yes. that's oh my, my intro. I mean, it's kind of like our intro, but that's kind of how it all came to be because we didn't think, we just thought we knew what the fuck we were doing. We were like, we got this. We'll just like Google how to start a podcast and then we'll use Audacity or some other, like we're going to use some audio program. I'm a, I'm a journalism major, you know, Becca did this tech degree thing. I'm a bobber. We'll figure it out. <laughs> no, we, we didn't. <laughs> We, no. Now, fake announcement. I think his car just pulled up in our virtual car world. So he should be ringing the doorbell any second. Oh, there he is. Open that door. Can you get that door for us? The man, the myth. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi. Hey, guys. <laughs> yes. Yes, queen. Yes, queens. Sorry, queens. Ladies, what's happening? Pleasure to be here. I we are so we are so excited that you're here to be our first guest. It only made sense. This is Malin. Well, I'm even honored you wanted me on. I mean, geez, like, yeah, this is great. And you're like, you gotta come on for the tenth. I was like, okay, sure. Are you sure? Okay. I mean, I just all right. I just press buttons and stuff. But uh, happy to be here. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure listening to everything and anything about, you know what, you know, stuff. <laughs> so, no, my wife thinks it's hilarious. I think it's hilarious. I think I said to my wife, I'm like, you wouldn't believe what they talked about this time. You can listen on Thursday. <laughs> and she's like, vaginas? I'm like, yes. <laughs> Everyone has them. Oh, my gosh. Everyone, every, well, well, sorry. Yeah, well, not sorry, everyone, you know, sorry, that's, uh, Do you have one? Is that problem? Oh, no. I might make, oh, shit. Did I make a problematic comment? <laughs> <laughs> really, I'm really usually pretty good with that stuff. Sorry. Everyone, sorry. That's, what, that's the name of the episode. That's the name of the episode. Everyone who has one has one. How about that? <laughs> Fun fact, 21. Today is the 20. We're, we're recording on the 21st, okay? Mm-hmm. And we launched the pod on January 21st. So I didn't even realize this. <gasps> That on the 10th episode and you speaking on the pod is also technically our two-month anniversary, Yay. which is so cool. I just looked down at the date and I was like, what? It's so cool. I'm putting applause. There's applause us. in the background right now. It's fireworks. It's a party. <laughs> it's the magic of audio now, right now. That's like? what we're celebrating. What's it like to uh, to be the one prompting the noises? Like you're like, insert applause. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I mean, I, I wouldn't consider like you guys are the directors of the show and I just kind of, you know, do what you tell me to do. So it's, it's, uh, yeah, but I mean, I, I like to, I, I try and, you know, highlight you guys the best way I can. Um, you know, not that there's, a, I don't, I don't do a lot of work behind the scenes really. I'm just cutting out some silence, a couple of ums and yes, and, you know, filler stuff, but you know, not to give away the magic or anything like that, but you know, just some processing and, and you guys, you guys are the content. Like I don't make content for you. I don't write content for you. It's all you guys. So you're the stars of the show, and I'm just I'm happy to, to have a chance to to produce it because you're doing you're doing some good stuff, and I can see the feedback you know uh, that you're doing, and uh, yeah, it's it's an honor to be a part of uh, something that you're doing. You know, it's making uh, making the waves, making the maze move. So thank you for having me. Seriously, it's it's, it's been fun. And it's been really nice. You're you know, the best. It's, you're the best. It's been nice to get to know you. You know, uh, back up, and, and and it's been nice to keep our friendship going. You know, AMQ. You know, over the since, yeah. you know, we would jump into it. We've known each other since high school, right? So, and that was, I mean, I, I, I honestly can't remember the first time we like interacted in high school. You know, we are, we were Me a great apart. I was great, uh, you know, I was great up. But, you know, yeah. we stayed in touch with through, the, you know, the Facebooks and all that. You and en- you ended up working where I work now um, at, you know, yeah. at a news station. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's just a funny, you know, we've kept in touch over the last years. I think the last time we saw you was like a couple of years ago at, at Dog and Bear. We had a couple of wobbly pops and, you know, caught up. Wait, 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 pause, pause, pause. Wait, what is a wobbly pop? Oh, come on. <laughs> this is not a Canadian term or anything. A wobbly pop, a beer. Is it? It makes, you know, a drink that makes you wobbly. A wobbly pop. Oh, that's so funny. I've never heard of that before. No? That's great. Oh, no. I've never heard of that. Oh, add it to and the that list. That might just be a me thing. Okay. Yeah, add it to the list. That might just be a me thing, though. But that's great. I was like, wobbly pop. Is that lollipop or is that like a cool Canadian thing? So I needed clarification. Nah. Okay, carry on. Just any any intoxicating, any alcohol is a wobbly pop. I mean, we do call our drinks pop, though. We don't say soda. That's amazing. I mean, at least us in Ontario, right? Like, I don't know. I think the East Coast still says, do some people say pop? Do you say pop in Philly? I sure don't. Yeah. Soda? 
I say soda. Uh, what is soda? Yeah. Soda is like soda water, right? AMQ, am I, are you with me on this? Yeah, okay. I say pop. I say pop. Yeah, it's all about sure. the pop. We, it's Canadian to say pop for sure. Can't wait to have someone from Philly on this podcast so, so I can have some support. <laughs> I'm telling you, hey, we we can just pretend we met. I was in Philly, you know, a year ago, a year and a bit ago. It was Philly was lovely for the two and a half days I was there. I had Shake Shack for the first time downtown. Ooh. I Ooh. the marathon finished at the the steps. We ran up. We walked up this. I walked up the steps the day before because I didn't want to run. I was saving all my running for the next day. I saw the bell. It was a lovely city. So and I ran all over it the next day, and it was a terrible thing to do. It was a terrible outing. <laughs> oh my god! I think I think you should You're clarify champion. that. So before we talk about how we know each other, and since we're talking about Philly, you should totally talk about that. Go, get, let, let's hear about why you decided to go to Philly. Well, mm-hmm. it was my first marathon, well, my only marathon technically. So I ran a marathon. Then I got into running about three, four years ago, uh, thanks to my my now father in law, who's a giant, absolute, insane runner. The man's a legend. Done Iron. He picked, decided to be an Iron Man in his fifties. Did a bunch of Ironmans. He just turned 70. He just did, uh, he was planning to run 70 kilometers for his 70th birthday, but screwed up his ankle. So he said, well, you know, biking is like, it's in order to get the same results when you bike, you got to kind of do three times the work on the bike. So it's like, I'm just going to ride 210 kilometers then uh, instead of running 70K. So he biked 210K. That took eight hours. Uh, what? He's insane. He's a monster. I pedaled along for an hour. I brought my bike over and we, we did the thing. Anyway, so he... He's coach. He's coach, right? So, so coach. Um, oh, took, that's great. Took me up through my first five k in twenty seventeen. I think I did my first five k up until, um, yeah, the marathon in November. Yeah, November twenty nineteen. So it was, uh, it was scary because I was fighting a at an IT band uh, in my hip. I got I'm a decrepit, so my hip's a bit of an issue. And then my IT band was really bothering me that training cycle. And uh, so I mean, yeah, the longest run I'd done before that was thirty two k and. Marathon's 42. And they always say you don't have to do the full run, technically, until you do the actual run. But uh, that day, uh, it was pissing rain at 4 a.m. when we woke up. And uh, we got to the start line, which was, uh, it started and finished at the museum. I don't know what the exact name of the museum is, but where the statue is and all that. And uh, it let up by the time we started at 7 a.m. And the weather was great. It was like, I don't know what it is in Fahrenheit, but like 30, like 40. It was like five degrees, like four degrees. Weather was perfect. And then about two and a half hours in, my knee kind of halfway through my knee really bothered me and I kept going. I thought about quitting. I literally thought about quitting, which was thank I'm glad I didn't. But, uh, anyways, with about two hours to go, it started raining again and pouring and oh. hailing oh, no. and sleet and it didn't let up <gasps> until the end. So that last two hours when my was just the worst and it was the worst weather that my father-in-law said he's ran hundreds of, you know, probably hundreds of marathons. And he said, that was the worst I've ever, like the worst weather I've ever ran in. I've ever done anything in. That was terrible. And he was, it's funny because he, I mean, he's a monster. He runs marathons and I mean, his time, if he would have ran it for himself, would have been like three hours and something, um, at, you know, in his at being 69 at that age. And then <laughs> me, I did five hours and eight minutes, but he was like, this is, ter-. he's like, what? he was hurting. He's like, I, I've never, I haven't ran this long since, in, you know, like. You can, you know, since like 2012 when he did like an 80K race, he's like, I haven't ran more than five hours in, you know, forever just because, so it took his toll on him too. And, but yeah, at the Shake Shack afterwards, we got back, showered, changed, yep. immediately got some Shake Shack and a beer and then uh, tried the nap, oh, yeah. but I was too like just wired from like the caffeine <laughs> I took on the course. I couldn't nap. And, uh, and that next day was absolutely, we drove back the next day, you know, eight hours back to Toronto. And um, boy, was I sore. My leg, my knee was just like locked. And then, uh, yeah, but. Oh my gosh. Great memories of the city. Beautiful city. And uh, I'll just pretend you were there cheering me on. So thank you so much for that. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah, woo, woo, woo. Yeah. Becca's really good. Like Becca would totally be the one at the end of the race with like the really obnoxious. Oh, do you know what was at the end of the race? Sign. Do you know what I was looking forward to? So there's a, there's a Toronto group called Run to Beer. Oh yeah, I love yeah. Yeah, I so they were they were there. They had a contingent there at the Philly Marathon, and um, at the halfway point, you well, I don't know, I forget the route, but you run past the museum and then you go all the way up and then back down. So as I'm running past the museum, uh, on the other side, the the finishing side was the run to beer tent, and they were handing out beer in the last. I guess it was like the last like point two miles. They had they were literally handing out beer to people because um, at that point, the really fast people were already finishing. <laughs> By the time I was passing the halfway point. <laughs> 
Um, and I was like, oh shit, I would, I was thinking like, I would love a beer. And then like later on in the race, I was like, I don't want anything. I want to die right now, you know? And then we got to the end, we finished and I was running up and the tent was already gone by the time we got there. Cause I was like, at that point, I'm like, fuck yeah, give me a beer. I don't care. Just give me a, f- <laughs> give me the beer. And I text, I, I Instagram them afterwards. I'm like, you weren't there at the five hour mark. They're like, oh, sorry. We had just packed up. I'm like, I know I'm slow, but like, I wanted beer. I want a Canadian. Oh my God. I want a Canadian love because they had a Canadian flag up and That's everything so like that. Yeah, it was funny. They were nice about it though. Oh, and we had a great man. dinner that night at a nice uh, something or other at a small little place around the corner. And yeah, overall, it was uh, it was fun. I haven't, you know, and then COVID hit and um, just aggravated my injury since then. So I haven't really ran super long distance, but uh, still trying. Still That's good. Crazy. Yeah, it's good. I can't even I can't even wrap my head around what running that far would be like. It's but weird. You, you get in the zone. Especially when you're hurt. Yeah. I'm sure you guys do the same thing when you're doing, you know, um, your workout stuff. And I see, you know, you're posting your videos doing the workouts. Sometimes when you're doing the workouts, even when you don't want to do them, right? You get into the zone and like you get into like, now that you go on autopilot, yes, it is kind of an autopilot. You get into autopilot and you're just, and you're rocking it out. Like it was weird. Like I would always hit the zone. I called it after like an hour and a half of running, especially if I'm doing like a three hour run an hour and a half in, I'd just be like, and then just, just you don't really think about it. You're just going and I'm not, you know, I'm not blazing fast or anything. It wasn't a hard, long runs aren't supposed to be hard other than it's just supposed to be time spent on your feet. And you know, the more you do it, the better, you know, the better your body adapts kind of thing. So it's just a weird kind of flow. Do I want to get mystical? Like a flow state, man. And then you just kind of feel like, (laughs) and then you kind of start to snap out of it as you look at your watch. You're like, Oh God, I feel like shit. And I got, you know, three miles to go and like, Oh God, two miles to go, one mile to go. Okay. Let's go. You know? So anyways, I feel like I'm rambling. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. No, you're not at all. That must, that's what must be just so. Oh my gosh. He's like a Ramblesaurus. (laughs) Ramblesaurus. You Canadians. I'm just kidding. But like, but that must be so empowering. Like you said, like when you're just counting down and you're like, okay, I'm just in this. And then you're like, wait, I'm like here. There is light at the end of the tunnel. I'm about to light this bitch up and cross that finish line. That must feel so badass. That, that that part of the marathon when it was raining and like, so like after you pass the museum, you kind of curl back. I don't know. I forget the neighborhood name, but I think it has a W, but you go all the way up the road along the river, all the way up. And then you turn back around and come back down uh, for the other seven miles to come back down. And I was just like waiting for that turnaround. I'm like, where the fuck is this turnaround? <laughs> and then like, we finally hit the turnaround and you know, God bless Philly and the residents. There were tons of people out on the street, which was super cool. Um, if, hell, we passed a frat house like three miles in and they were giving out shots. And I was like, absolutely not. Like, I cannot. But like, and then like up at some other part before the museum, there were more people giving out whiskey shots. I was like, oh my God, no. Sounds about right. Yeah. Sounds about right. <laughs> Just everyone, it was actually one of the really funny ones. Someone was handing out uh, chocolate. I grabbed a chocolate. Like, hell yeah, I want some, you know, give me an extra little, you know, kick. But everyone was super cool. Yeah. And people that were still out there in the rain. But yeah, that once we came around and started coming back and they have the signs every mile. Well, it tripped me up because miles to me, I have no idea what the hell. All I know is 26.2 and 13.1 is like halfway in full. So I'm like, okay, there's... And I know three miles is basically 5K. So I'm like, ah. Uh, but I had my watch. My watch is in kilometers. And I was like, okay, there's like, oh God. And like, there's this much left. And uh. But it was, yeah. You just ran all the Ks. You took all we the We ran them. We ran them. We oh did it. Oh, my God. Did you get a Philly cheesesteak, though? I didn't. <gasps> I know. I didn't. No. I didn't. I know. I know. You know why? It's because, I'll be honest with you, I'm a little bit of a lactose-sensitive kind of guy. So, um. I'm with you. I just oh, knew that. Okay. I didn't want to be in a car the next day for 10 hours and be feeling that, you know, so a burger was, mm. you know, and they'll hit you. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure it would. They'll get you for yeah, real. I, honestly, if I was staying for another like <laughs> extra day, I would have been like, hell yeah, no problem. But just, <laughs> it's just sad. Sometimes like I, I plan my life around, like, should I have that ice cream? No, you shouldn't. Are you going to be home in an hour? There. No, no, you're not. So don't yeah. do it. <laughs> don't do that. That that was the beginning <laughs> of my veganism was that I literally could not have dairy. It was like, you got to plan where you are. And it's like, this is becoming a little bit too much. Yeah. Like, the ice cream isn't worth it at that point, you know? You can't control your yeah. situation. Yeah. If you don't feel good. Um, yeah. You should have run up those steps like Rocky. <laughs> I walked up them. 
I jogged. I like, oh. you know, like kind of like, eh, you know, but there's so many people doing it and, you know, you just don't want to, I don't know. Uh-huh. Like it just like the wife took a picture. We got a picture of the wife and I on top of the steps, which was nice. It was a couple months after our wedding. So she came down for the, for the weekend with, uh, with us and there were a bunch of uh, the father-in-law's friends were running it too. So we had a little contingent. I mean, they were all, they're all like 20 plus years, my, my senior, but you know, blazing past us on the <laughs> much faster than me in times, but, uh, champions, champions. Oh my God. They're, cha- they're pure champions. The whole running crew. Cause we lived with them for six months before we moved into our place before our wedding. And so I would run with them Whoa. every weekend. We, I, I, I was with the run group, the Rockies. And, wow. um, so oh it was great gosh. running with, you know, with the crew and having their support and everything like that. Um, so a bunch, yeah, having a bunch of them at the the race was really nice too, to see them there. And we had a big group dinner before and after. So yeah, it was a good time. That's so fun. Those art museum steps in the city when it snows, people sled and toboggan down them. Oh, that's dope. Because no. it, it like launches you off of them. Yeah. That's dope. So everyone takes their sleds and goes up there to the top of the steps and slides down the art museum steps. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about this story. Yeah, I want to um, I want to tell the story. Okay. Please. So we have differing we have not that we have differing stories cuz that would be like as if we're making up our 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 meet cute. It's not a meet cute. But anyway, so <laughs> but, but <laughs> I have a different view on how this plays out. Certain parts of the story. He will disagree. It's fine. So, like Malin said, we don't remember how we started interacting because he was a year older than me. So, uh, I still am. That's not a huge surprise. But I'm bummed. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, yes. Yes. He is still a year older than me. Yes. So, he was a grade above me. Let's put it the way that he put it. So, not surprising at all, though, that I would have made myself known because I'm the kind of human who, like, steps into a room and is like, oh, there's, like, 25 people here. Let me go talk to all 25 of them. That's just who I am. So um, somehow that happened. I am going to assume that this is a good assumption to make, that the reason that I decided to even talk to Malin in the first place, it was 100% me. Who, who, who made the first move. Let's just put it out there. It's always okay. me. So, who made the first move? There's, there's no way you talk to me. There's zero chance. I, I wasn't a cool was kid by any means, though. Like, don't don't make it seem Neither like... Neither was I. Okay, okay. I okay. Well, I wasn't, like, was shunning I, you because I, I was think, trying to be, like, socially acceptable or something. No, no. I think it was because I was being an opportunist, <laughs> which I tend to be. <laughs> so, so... He was, like, friends with people that were, like, doing cool things. Yeah, we were in band. Flash. That's right. Yeah. And also doing student government things because, obviously, the cool kids want to be on the student government when they're in ninth grade. Okay? So, I was like, excuse me, I would like to leave this high school and go to journalism school. Therefore, I'm going to set myself up with the biggest resume that my school can't turn me down. And I knew one of those things was being on student government. And him and his best friend were on student government. So I'm pretty sure that that was me just like, you know, squeezing my way in there. And then I decided that I wanted to run for, this is like a real position, okay? And you can correct me if I'm saying it wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was called the Master of Communication and Publication. Close. Minister. Minister of Communications and Publications. (laughs) Yes. Wait, what? That title yeah. is... AKA, AKA, you were the announcements. You did the announcements for the school. Yeah. That's pretty much yeah. it. I wanted, I wanted to do that. Well, no, that's not all. Anyway. Oh, yeah. So that's what I wanted. I was like, surprise, surprise. We are on a podcast. I am a podcast host. I wanted <laughs> to talk. I wanted to talk. I wanted to be on the announcements. I wanted to use my personality, which was like this then. I mean, I was boisterous then too. Um, I mean, I guess you can speak to that, but I know that I was. And I was like, I want to do this. But Malin was running again. Okay. So, so you know what? I side side note, actually, I, that was, I only ran once and it was against you. It was just you and I that one time. Wait, so no, but yeah. were you no, on no, the no. I was only on a one year. That? I was only on one year in my grade 12 year. So you were in grade 10. I was grade 11 running for my grade 12 year. Okay. But were you not on student government before that? Weren't you on student council? No. No, I think, I think, I think. This story, AMQ, is very, gets more and more different between the two of you each time we hear it. <laughs> Actually, you know what? 
Maybe I was, but like on like, like, wasn't there like a grade nine or grade 10 position, like a lower end position? I wasn't a minister of anything. I wasn't an announcement guy, but we had done announcements for other things though. Blake and I had done like the bake sale, the angels, yeah, uh, something or other. Like totally. we, we made announcements and that's where it kind of came out like, oh, I should run for this so I can do the announcements anyways. The ski trip, the ski trip one, you had some good announcements. I have all that audio still. Oh my gosh. So good. So anyways, oh <laughs> la-di-da, the story, the story goes that I decided it was a good idea to run against Malin, who even then was an audio genius. Okay. And back then it's hard to be an audio genius with the shit that we had to work with back then. And he was incredible. So I'm like, I get up there. I'm all like, I'm gonna be the smart ass that I am. I'm gonna like stand on my podium. I needed to like legit, I needed a stool to step on the motherfucking podium. I remember this. And I was like, don't worry, nobody will know. It's just behind the podium. Nobody will know that you need a stool. <laughs> so I stand on this thing and I, I don't even know what I said, okay? I would love to be able to say that I have my speech. I tried, but my old computer is like way gone. And I remember feeling like I did okay. You know what I mean? You get up, you like, like any political situation, you're like, this is what I'm going to be doing for the school. la di da di da It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. I thought I did great. And then... This guy, it's like, so the way that I remember it is that the lights went out and then there was obviously audio. <laughs> Look at Melon. You happened. guys can't see that Melon is shaking his head no. He's like, he's just shaking his head. No, I'm going to tell my story. Tells us. Hey, live up the, no, I'll take the I'm legend credit, but like, no. It's okay, sorry. Continue, continue. Listen, Build, big me up, no, big me up. I'm going to tell my story. You can, fi- you can fix it after. I'll tear myself down. Edit. I'll tear but myself down, is- yeah. <laughs> This is how I remember it. So imagine everyone, let's set the scene, okay? The gymnasium is full of humans, okay? Grades nine through 13, because that was a thing back then. Mm -hmm. And they're all like waiting to hear from us. And this is like the whole, every single position for student government. So this isn't just our position. This is like the whole thing. And so I go up first, assholes, make me go first. And so then- I didn't make you do shit. Not you, just oh, everyone. Okay. Saying me. Whoever the fuck, whoever the, whoever the fuck decided that I was going first, they were like, "Ha ha, she's gonna fail." So I go first. He comes on, and it's like my view. This is what I imagined. This is what I'm remembering. The whole gym is full, and I'm still at the front for whatever the fuck reason. I decided it was a good idea not to sit down. So I had like the view of him coming through the doors, like. Like I was getting married to him, you know what I mean? Like I'm at the end, <laughs> at the end of the aisle. <laughs> and so the doors open. I imagine it, I remember it as the doors, the doors were closed, the lights were off, the doors open. And the fucking Eminem song, like, it's like, guess who's back? Guess who's back? Back, back, back again. Malin's back. I literally, you know when your life slows down and you're like, everything just goes in slow motion. I was like, I'm fucked. I, I lost. Well, I do, lost. do you remember like, the reason just, why I had even said, guess who's back? Do you know why? Oh, you wouldn't know why because you weren't in, you were in grade nine. When I was in grade nine, I dressed up for someone else's student council thing in our kilt and, and the full outfit and danced to Britney Spears. <laughs> so the joke was, guess who's oh. back? Malin's back because I'm about to do something crazy again for student council election kind of thing. So, I mean, even though it was like two years later, but if you were great, I think I thought that you were running again. That's where mm-hmm. the like, guess who's back thing came from in my brain. Oh, but the, the story, the story here and where it's like really interesting is that I'm convinced that there was smoke machines. <laughs> like in my mind, I lost so badly. I lost so badly that there were like, there was lights out and it was like, guess who's back, back again, Malin's back. And then it's like, smoke. He tells me that this didn't happen. (laughs) I appreciate that my my legacy is smoke machines and like being carried in like an Egyptian prince or something like that. But no, it was I I I can like see myself in the third person like trying to be cool coming in dancing to my song because it was like a it was the Eminem lyrics over top of something probably over like a Queen We Will Rock You or whatever and like a just a silly mashup I made and my program. And then, yeah, it was, I came in. I have no idea what my speech was. Were you standing up <laughs> there? Guy. You were really standing up there with me beside us. And then I think we all waved to the crowd and we went and sat back down. And, and then, yeah, the election must've been like the next day, I think. 
and uh, I took it. I took it from you. Oh, I got my rocked. God. I got rocked. Like, yeah, I don't know. They didn't you release, like, it. they didn't, like, say, like, but, how my, like, margin or anything like that. So we'll just say I won. We, but we became friends. We became yeah, friends. Totally. You know what? It doesn't matter because as a result, that I mean, at the end of the day, that was how we became friends. So, like, that's really ultimately all that matters. And literally, ever since then, I don't keep in touch with a lot of people from high school. I mean, marginally any, you're pretty much the only one. So when when this came around, around, it's so cute. Like when the pod came around, I literally was just like, wow, like, you know, you have those humans in your life where just they, they find their way in and out of your life, but you kind of like know that they're just like never really going to fully be out. And it's cool. It's so cool to have that because I feel like when you, when you try to force those relationships, they don't exist. You know, like you just, it's like when you hold sand in your hand, you squeeze it through and then it's all gone. That's not how we've been. So it was super cool to have you part of I Got You Boo because right from the get-go, I remember like the first thing you said when I was like, so like, what would this look like if if we had you produce a show? And I remember the first thing he said, I like screenshotted it and sent it to Becca was, I'm just just honored to be a part of this. Like you guys are going to do some good stuff. Just like he said at the beginning of this episode. And I was like, I just had such a good feeling about it, you know, like, well, I could tell, I could tell you guys were serious. You were definitely like, I mean, I like to, I try and be like friendly with my friend, like on people I know on Facebook or, you know, not necessarily your friend, friends, but anyone who has something and I have a piece of knowledge about that. I like to share the knowledge and kind of put out whatever to the universe. Not like I'm like offering to do things for people. I'm just saying like, oh yeah, if you're going to do that, you can do, make sure you do this. And if you got the money for that, well, hell do this. And well, we kept on talking. I can tell you're serious. So just knowing the fact like that you were serious about things and, you know, having knowing our past, it's 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 a pleasure to help. If you put in the work, you're going to get the good product. And I can tell, you know, just like even talking where we're talking about the theme music and, you know, we're going back and forth between things. And when, you know, and the fact that you're doing it right and we're, you know, it's just, yeah, it's gold. So it's I, I, I appreciate that on, you know, someone who wants to you guys have put it in the work. And you, you understand what the work, you know, involves and, and doing it the right way so that, you know, when uh, when you guys are uh, Joe Rogan's in a year or two, you know. <laughs> yeah. Speak it into existence. Yes, queen. Yes. Visualize this. <laughs> Manifest I'm there. I hope shit. you still keep me around. That's all I'm saying. All right. Of right? course. When the samples of, of the skincare so- stuff keeps coming, I want to keep my skin clean, you know, like <laughs> throw some my way. Yes. <laughs> yes. Honestly, all paid partnerships. I need to get the yeah. gunk off my face. <laughs> eh, no. Okay, so although you guys know each other really well and have this very endearing story that I do, I love that story so much. I don't know as much about you because I am just coming in on the mat. At this point, you know more about me than I know about you. Um, <laughs> So I have some fun, random questions. And now, Bring as it. you know, AMQ and I typically will always, we always typically will play a game in the mm-hmm. beginning of episodes or just like shoot the shit. Yep. So we're reeling you in for this. <laughs> Number one. Bring it. Um, what, is your, what is your zodiac sign? I'm a cancer. Okay. That makes sense. I'm also an om and off. Okay. I don't know. Mm. 1985, what up? Okay. What is your Enneagram number? Do you know it? No idea. Sorry. I, I actually you know what? So I went, I went and Googled after you guys were talking about it. And then I think I hit like a money thing. And I was just like, I'm not going to do this right now. So I've done personality <laughs> tests before. <laughs> I think it it's, it's told me, to I think it's to told me I'm like a helper, a helper kind of person. I guess. Well, okay. Yeah. Number sense, two. But, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Of course. All right. Question number three. Do you like guacamole? Oh, love it. Love it. Great. I'm not a huge fan of cilantro. Not a huge fan, but... Okay. We can talk about that later. That's, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Have you ever broken a bone? Uh, no. No. I have a bad hip, but I haven't broken okay. it, though, thankfully. No. Wow. All right. Well, um, this is a would you rather that I just kind of ask everybody to make yep. them, like, feel weird and question life. Excellent. Would you rather cry glue or sweat cheese? Ooh, your, your tears are glue. But what kind of cheese, though? Cheese. What kind of cheese? 
Because if we're talking well, about... you're not lactose intolerant, too. Well, I mean, I know all of them, but, um, but I still love... Vegan cheese? But if it's, like, blue cheese, though, like, that's just some nasty... Imagine smelling... You know what I mean? Like... No, so no, it's like, it's like um, Parmesan. Ooh, a Parme? I wouldn't mind sweat. Oh, that's okay. I think I could deal with sweating Parm out. I'd rather have that. Just... just I got prescribed like eye wipes, and this is, this is and this might be TMI, but like for some reason I got some, I got an excess, not excessive amount, but my eye doctor's like, you got a little extra crust on your eyes there, bud. You got to work on that. So I just feel like <laughs> I'm going to do with eyes and glue. <sighs> Let's go with sweating cheese. Melon, you hear what we talk about every time on this every I know, episode, and you thought that eye boogers were TMI. <laughs> my my wife calls it. My wife Carolyn calls it. She calls it sleep. She's like, oh, you got sleep in your eye. You got some sleep in your eye. <laughs> oh, that's cute. That's cute, though. Like, I just got the crusties. Okay, next one. <laughs> if a famous per- if a famous actor was playing you in a movie, who would it be? Ooh. Uh, well, I'm bald, so let's go with... I mean, The Rock's a little too jacked. And Vin Diesel's looking kind of dad bod these days, so I'll take Vin Diesel. I'll take Vinny. Oh, my God. Okay. Dominic Toretto. Okay. What is the strangest thing in your refrigerator right now? Mm. Strangest thing in the refrigerator. <laughs> um, I think the wife has vitamin D drops in the in the fridge, but I wouldn't call that. I mean, that's just okay. that's not really food or anything There's, like that. So okay. that lots and lots of packets of soy sauce and ketchup that we're never going to use, even though it's all from like takeout containers, <laughs> and it just gets put in the fridge and it's going to sit there. We'll go with that. Yep. 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 Yep, that makes sense. That makes sense. Have you ever seen the movie Mean Girls? Oh, yeah, of course. Fetch. Okay, good. So you agree. You think you're really pretty. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. I'm not on that level, though, but... What what was your favorite uh, favorite toy growing up? Toy. Um, like, where, did you have a oh, Tamagotchi? Oh, yeah. I had a Tamagotchi. That was in grade, like, five and six. Uh, we had a big problem at our school with Tamagotchis, okay? So I don't know if anybody else has this experience, but <laughs> maybe it was just guys were like, <laughs> get ready, get ready. You know what you can do to a Tamagotchi, right? You can reset them. So you had to be on guard with your Tamagotchi. You couldn't let it out of your possession because people would take the pencils or the paper clips and reset your Tamagotchi. You had to be careful. No. Savages. Savages. 12-year-olds, 11-year-olds, man. Melon just sounded so serious. We had a, actually a really serious Tamagotchi problem in school. <laughs> As a teacher, she was like on alert for this. Yeah. My kids are 10 and twerking on TikTok. It's a whole other different issue these oh, days. Oh, boy. Um, okay, next one. If you were suddenly transported to another planet, what's the first thing you would assess? Uh, assess the weather because I hate being hot. Like I don't like, I'd rather be cold than hot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if, Mm. yeah, I'd rather be like, yeah, just like going to bed. I'd rather be cold going to bed so I can warm myself up. Because if I'm hot, just trying to cool down, is just a pain in the ass. Yeah. I don't like shvetting. Um, what would you consider the perfect crime? The true crime in her just had to ask this. Mm. You just asked <laughs> Like, what would be the perfect crime? Like, an endless, like, money in the bank account? Yeah. Away, like, taking, away. like, five mil from, like, Jeff Bezos. He wouldn't care. He wouldn't know. Whatever. <laughs> okay. Five. But, like, on a steady rotation. Yeah. There was a crazy, there was some crazy, um, it must have been, like, some clip on the internet. But it was talking about how, you know when you're out walking on the street, right? And you see a coin on the ground. You'd, what would you probably bend over to pick up that coin? How much would it have to be worth? Probably be like a quarter, right? You'd probably be like, oh, I wouldn't pick up a nickel or maybe a dime, you know, a penny, whatever. But it'd have to be a quarter. And then I mean, if you factor that into how much money we typically make, let's say we roughly make 60000 I don't know, just a rough average amount of people make 60000 a year. And then you, make, you do the math, like a quarter versus 60000 a year. How much money would have to be lying on the ground for Bill Gates to be like, I want to pick that up. If we would do that for a quarter, it would have to be $45,000 lying on the ground <laughs> for Bill Gates to be like, yeah, I think I'll pick that up. That's the equivalent, <laughs> right? Like, it's like, what? That's how rich they are. I don't want to get onto a whole burn the rich thing right now, but like, oh. I'm sorry. I'm getting a little too, uh, wow. On my soapbox. That's right crazy now. to think about though. Think about it that way, right? Yeah. I would have yeah. never thought about that. Yeah. 
One time I was tricked to pick up a poop dollar once. No, you were not. What is what is a poop dollar? I was walking on campus at college and I saw a dollar on the ground. So I picked it up and it was attached to poop. There was poop under it. So my hand got poop all over it. And <sighs> the assholes in the frat house across the street were out their windows cracking up. Because like Damn. I was the bitch that decided to pick up the dollar. <laughs> it's a so. dollar though. It's a, exactly. You should live in Canada. It's a little harder to hide. It's hard to hide poo underneath a loony, eh? Can't do that, eh? It is hard to hide. <laughs> it is hard to hide poo underneath a loony, yeah. Or a toonie. But the best is student life. Student life. You're like, a dollar? I'll take a dollar. Hell yeah. That's, that could be, that's an extra drink and a half at the bar. At the bar, eh? Yeah. It's tough life. Yep. Okay, next one. What is your worst habit? Worst habit? Probably biting my nails. Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah. Oh, so you're a nail biter. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The wife. Oh, so even worse than just biting them in general. My wife doesn't care if I bite them and like get rid of them. I kind of let the nails stew around in my mouth and I kind of just nod it. Like <gasps> just. Yes. Yeah. Now you're disgusted. Gross. Oh no, hell! Really. Absolutely the fuck not, Malin. <laughs> just oh, my man. finger. It's Wait. Like toenails or anything. <laughs> Do you spit it out after? Do you just at random like just? Are you like a little sprinkler system with your? Yeah, nails? kind of just. I mean, I'll just oh, break no. it into pieces and then I'll get rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now that you're saying it, see, I feel like this could be. You know what? You're welcome, Carolyn. You're welcome. Yeah, I know it's, it's disgusting. Like I know now I'm saying it. <laughs> it's yeah. like we're working through it. When you're saying it out loud, yeah, maybe you'll stop. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe we can bro. pretend. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. As he as he starts to bite his nails just at the nerves of talking about stopping. Okay, last one, last one. How do you think the world would be different if bananas were illegal? Bananas were illegal. We wouldn't have great great literary greats like Curious George or, you know, banana bread. Or like what or bananas in pajamas! Bananas in pajamas. Bananas in pajamas. There would be a banana cartel. A banana cartel. That sold bananas. You're right. It would be a bloodbath. It would be a bloodbath. In South America. <laughs> if they had to traffic bananas, imagine that. I mean, at least you can like vacuum pack cocaine and stuff and like and marijuana and put it into packs. <laughs> but how are you supposed to do that with bananas? You got to keep that shit fresh, man. Think about that. <laughs> people would be killed. I mean, That's I'm sure true. people are killed over bananas. People are killed over a lot of things. There, I'm back on my soapbox. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> I'm back on my soapbox. In, in preparation for this chat today, I was at my parents' place and uh, oh, uh, oh just visiting. And uh, what do what do we store at my parents' place? Well, a lot of things, right? We like to store, you know, all of our old shit at our parents' place. But I specifically went looking for my yearbooks. Oh, is I wanted to no. see if I wanted to see if Amanda wrote in my yearbook. Uh, she didn't, which is fine. I don't know where my grade twelve <laughs> one is. She didn't, but that's probably your fault. That's your fault. Amanda, we got our yearbooks. We always got our yearbooks the year later, like after, right? We used to get our yearbooks like in October of the next year. Yeah. So I don't have any, I don't even know where my grade 12 yearbook yeah. is, but nobody wrote in our grade 12 one anyways, because we got it at, you know, after we graduated. So I have my nine, 10 and 11. Right. So you weren't in my grade nine yearbook, obviously, but you were in my grade 10 one. No. <laughs> no. I cannot wait to put this on Instagram. For the listeners, I'll send it to you. We are looking at AMQ's grade 10. Uh, sorry, she was in grade nine. That's her grade nine yearbook picture. Nice bangs. Doing well. Who Slight is smirk. she? Slight smirk. Who? No teeth. No teeth smile. Slight like bitchiness to it. Like, why am I here for this picture day? Yeah. And this, then. This picture day is so lame. Yeah. And then we moved into grade 10 and we got a smile out of her. <laughs> oh. I, I am dying. I am. This doesn't look. Who is she? That is an. That is not. Oh my god! Especially if, if you know AMQ at all now, it's just full grin constantly. Right. So these exactly. pictures are like, and bangs. Guys, I cannot wait for you to see <laughs> this bang. on Instagram. Oh my so god! Good. So I'm glad good. that it's. You know what though? I'm really upset that it's black and white because that grade ten oh, photo, no. <laughs> you would see my tricolor highlights that we talked about before. Oh, tricolor That's highlights! Right. Oh no! Yeah. 
Oh, I didn't take any so pictures bad. of my you pictures. You definitely knew me when I had tricolor. Oh, yeah. You, I, yeah, yeah. When I had the yeah. tricolors. Like pink and reddish. Yeah, right? you, like, you could have... Like, you put AMQ on blast and didn't even show your own pictures. Well, you I mean, I can, I can dig same. it up, but... <laughs> you the exact same. No way. No way. I had hair. Dude, I spiked my hair. The hair that I had, which I was already <laughs> losing... First off, you didn't for the have listener- that much hair, Malin. You didn't have that much hair. I know that's what I'm saying. For the for the listeners out there, I already first off, I was already blessed with a five head. Okay, so having a five head, <laughs> and then my theory to why I lost my hair, I lost. Uh, so I don't actually know when I lost my hair. I'm currently bald. I've been shaving my head for about almost 15 years now. Um, I lost my hair somewhere between 22 and let's say 30, because I'm 35 now. I don't know when I know now if I let it grow, I'm completely missing everything on top, but like, yeah, it's just, you can, you've already could see the, I mean, this is obviously terrible for a podcast, me pointing at my forehead, but a little like <laughs> the peaks, you know what I mean? But like, Oh my God. And then it was spiked. Yeah. And then it was just kind of like a mess. I just kind of let it be a mess. Um, in subsequent years, but, uh, yeah, it oh was, God. it was on the way out. Uh, it was thinning. And I think it was because actually I took, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of Accutane. Accut- I had really bad acne when I was younger. So in grade eight. So, yes, I was on that. Yeah. And yeah. one of the side possible Relatable. side effects is, is hair loss. So I'm, I'm going to blame the Accutane for my premature hair loss in my 20s. Not that my father or my any of my grandparents uh, had any hair to, to say. But um, yeah, about that. <laughs> oh, I cannot believe you just did that. And you know what, Boo Crew? I'm just going to say... That Becca and I really, I mean, I'm, you know what, never mind, not Becca and I. I have dropped the ball because when we started this pod, we were recording on Zoom and then we were like, um, we're fancy ass bitches. We're moving over to a real audio situation. And then we stopped recording the video of our pod, which is ridiculous because we're hilarious. <laughs> we wanted to be able to have. <laughs> oh my Oh my God. Okay, this is, this is, do you see what this is? This is the no beard filter I just did the other day. This looks like high school me. <gasps> that is high school me uh, with my creeper glasses on. You can't no. really see it. Yeah. That's yeah. such a fetus face. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh gosh. <clears throat> I'm really That's happy amazing. that we are back. Yeah, well, it's even creepier because now I look like my, I'm, the wife's like, Jesus Christ, you look like your father. I'm like, uh, don't, what? Don't say that. <laughs> Shit. Wait, no, stop. Stop virtual backgrounds. What is going on? What is he doing? What am I doing? I'm in the, I'm in the no- Aurora Borealis our- now. How do I turn this off? Uh, <laughs> our tech guy is off the rails right now. Changing I had to his scroll virtual up. backgrounds. Sorry, there sorry. We can go back to Amanda if we want. There we go. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Oh, my God. Oh, jeez. First one, I was not smiling at all, hey? I had, like, that lip gloss that everybody wore that, like, if you close your mouth, it, like, sticks and your lips are closed mm. forever. You what? know, I remember putting on so much of it. It's, it was grade, grade nine. 10. Everyone, we were trying to be cool, right? I mean, like, so I don't know. Ugh. We don't really do, like, in in the States, do they have, like, is middle school or whatever, like, go up to, like, grade nine and then it switches yeah, to? Yeah, we don't have middle school. Yeah. Yeah. It just goes one or JK to eight and then nine to 12 yeah. or nine to 13 at the time. So, Oh, yeah. okay. Oh my God. So grade nine, that new school. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, grade nine. Let me tell you what was going on in that head. I was literally like, my mom made me go to a Catholic high school in Thornhill, Ontario. When I lived in Richmond Hill, all of my best friends that I Same. grew up on the court with went to Richmond Hill high school. And she was like, no, 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 no. You need to go to a Catholic school because you need to wear a uniform. Uh, hi there. How are you? I wore my kilt as a belt. So the joke was on her because I was not better because I went to a Catholic school, but I was pissed. Remember they got rid of the kilt? Was it I grade no 11? Friends. Grade 10? Grade 11? No, no. They got rid of the kilt in ninth grade because my ninth grade, because the girls literally were wearing the kilt without underwear. And our stairs were open, eh? Yeah. yeah, they had slits. Open Becca, slats. imagine your your staircases having open slats and you going upstairs with no underwear on, wearing a kilt. Well, hey now, that's hey what now. we did. Hey now, who doesn't wear shorts with with a skirt? Well, yeah. Wait, you had high school girls free pussing it up the steps? I didn't see yeah. any of that. I didn't see any of that. Yeah, we did. <laughs> 
shit. No, I was like, not in my school. <laughs> no, I thought that I was looking, but like, geez, no. I didn't even I didn't even hear of that. Yes, I feel like it. that would have caught your eye. Yes, occasionally there might Probably have been did. like a shorts or an underwear sighting, but like not like a free pussy or anything like that. No. Listen to me. <laughs> Listen to me. Jeez. Listen to me. I cannot name names. That would be terrible. But let me tell you, we had some sluts in my ninth grade year. Hey, 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 we don't use that term. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Or we use that term, but it's a term of endearment now. It's a term of power. It's a power yeah. term. No. It's was, true. I'm sorry. It's true. With, you're right. You're right. You're right. Let's stick with the podcast, Amos, sir. <laughs> Catholic high school was interesting. Yes. Amanda, where, where, I hate to get it, uh, not, I'm not to, what was the nearest major intersection where your, your childhood house, I was young and Weldrick. Where were you? I was um, Elgin Mills and Bathurst. Oh, okay. We were pretty close. Do you remember um, Larry? Yeah, I, I know Larry. He went to Father Henry Nowen. Okay, yeah. So Larry, yeah, Larry was right on off. Uh, well, I guess it doesn't matter. Speaking Japanese. He was on Stave. Yeah, Stave <laughs> Crescent or Stave yeah. Court, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like nice. next next intersection over from me. Nice. Okay. Sweet. <laughs> We're gonna send this to Larry. Be like, hi, Larry. Larry, well, I still talk to Larry. Larry and I are close. <laughs> Larry's great. Larry lives near Hillcrest these days. I know this is really great for the podcast listeners. Talking about our high school <laughs> Larry has a beautiful daughter named Alice. She's really cute. So that's uh, well, we can move on from that. Yeah, he's a good guy. Good dude. <laughs> good dude. Good bench. What do you know? Well, I, I had one other thing in my notes here of things I wanted to discuss. Um, I oh. totally do save outfits. Oh, he's uh, got notes. Uh, well, the note, the first note was gunk. Great word. Um, that was <laughs> <laughs> fuck that word. Uh, we talked about AMQs and nice history. Um, saving outfits. Yes, I'd save outfits. I have a nice t-shirt section in my closet. I like these are the nice t-shirts that I only wear when I'm going out and not for wear around the house. Like the t-shirts that I wear under sweaters got to be junky t-shirts. They can't be good t-shirts. <laughs> and also one of the things I do notice um, of, of your, your two idiosyncrasies between each other during your episodes is that Becca loves to call AMQ some sort of bitch every episode, whether it's a blooming ass bitch, <laughs> this bitch, like it's some kind of bitch and it's, it's fine. I say it like it's, I say it like it's B-E-T. Uh, this batch. Like, like you know? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like that, like that bitch. Oh, like, yeah. you're like, oh, I was out in my, like, you know, we were out in the Porsche. Oh, this bitch. That's bitch. He's <laughs> this bitch. That's batch. <laughs> Like it's oh no, I just love that one where you're like blooming ass bitch because she said something about flowers or something. I'm like, what? <laughs> and then I think I repeated it a couple times. Blooming ass bitch, blooming ass bitch. So oh gold. my God. Love it. There we go. For all the listeners, we're going to, we are going to update the intro soon. Not that the old intro is bad, but we're going to update the intro with some choice quotes I'm going to make sure we have a couple of quotes that we can have. And I'm sure the batch is going to be one of them that'll be at the beginning of the intro before we go into the real, you know, meet at the oh intro. Because I know that's what was, that was, in, that was on the vision board that we were going to update the intro at some point with some clips from the episodes. And, you know, we're 10 in now, so we can do that because we're, this, is a, this is an official podcast. <laughs> 10 weeks straight. So yeah, I must, I, again, I have to give you guys props for, for doing it. Wanting to launch it, launching it right, you know, getting the theme music, you know, like licensing it, got the mics, you, you got someone to help you out, you're recording correctly. You know, we, we learned about recording and how Zoom, you know, and I think the podcast sounds great, you know, even considering that you're, you know, hundreds of you know miles away from each other. You know, it sounds great. Yeah. It sounds live. Uh, it is live, obviously. Sorry. You know what I mean? Like, it sounds like you're in the same room with each other. Yeah. And, you know, it's right, right. It works great. And the fact that you're to be, you're dedicated and, you know, it's consistency. It's always consistent and with anything, right? This is, you can apply this to anything, whether it's, you know, your journey through, through anything and, you know, being healthy, whatever way, you know, mentally, physically, whatever. Consistency is key to, to reach your goals. You got to be consistent. So congratulations on being consistent. Congratulations on reaching 10. I'm going to be here when you reach a hundred and uh, yeah. Cray. Of course. Keep Cray. up the good work. We, we will have an I got you boo pot. We will have an I got you boo headquarters that we can be recording in like seasonally. Oh yeah. To like bank a bunch of episodes. AMQ told me today I was, um, I was trying to be cool and do like a uh, showtime lingo. Cause I was like, I'm just going to like really step into this circle. Of oh yeah. This is so good. Everybody language. prepare for this. 
Prepare yourself. Are you ready for this? This is really good. Okay. This is so good. So I was messaging her because we wanted to have episodes like on deck, like essentially to like have, of course. you know, just Life like comes up. on backup. Yeah. But I was like, mm. yeah, as they say in showbiz, acting like I knew exactly. I was like, I'm confident as fuck. This is going to, I'm going to rock this. You just watch how I use this language. I was like, AMQ, we should really have some episodes in the can, as they say in showbiz. And she goes, no, in the can is trash. <laughs> no, but I, it does make sense in the can. Like, like you're in the can. We're done with that one. We're done with that. We finished it. It's in the, you know, it's in the can. It's solidified. I w- I'm agree with you, but I think of it the fact that you had that, as they say in showbiz, just really kind of ruins your cred. <laughs> That's the cred ruining moment. <laughs> the thought was there. If you just, you know, had the faith in what you're saying, you might have. See? See? Confidence once again. Oh, man. It's all good. Oh, all right. No, Too good. Okay. In the can to me is like trash can. That's like, I'm imagining the little trash can that I'm looking at on my computer in the right hand corner. <laughs> Yeah, I always thought it was like in the can, like ready to go, signed, sealed, delivered. It's on deck, ready to go. Now I can never say it again, though. So there's that. (laughs) You were like, no, Becca, can is trash. Oh, my God. Damn it. I'll get there eventually. Well, we are very, very grateful for you. You are very patient (laughs) with all of the things that we need. No problem. This would have, this definitely would not be coming together in the way that it has if it wasn't for you. So we really appreciate you My greatly. Pleasure. I know we say it all the time, but we say Malin magic for a reason. No problem. And I'm sorry about uh, putting SpongeBob on you for uh, too many episodes. Uh, <laughs> a few moments later. I just thought it was funny. A few moments later. It was. For the first one. Elevator right? music to Malin is SpongeBob. And I was like, how? <laughs> well, it was the same. It was the idea. So- it was the idea. You know, I wasn't going to put like a 30 so, second clip, uh, you know, I just said, so I asked thing. my Andrew, I was like, maybe this is like, maybe, maybe Becca and I are just cray. So I asked my Andrew, like when I say elevator music, what does that mean to you? And he goes, like, you know, he starts making, I know. And I, and the example, did I not put in good elevator music that one time where you actually called it out? You did. You did. Yeah, you did. So that's funny. That elevator music is actually a song by the band The Offspring, and it's called Intermission, and it starts off with, Welcome to Intermission. Welcome to Intermission. (laughs) And you can hear him going in the background. I think I I I cut it before you hear him, but he goes like, (laughs) It's just chilling. It's just pure chills. Yeah. Intermission. It's good. If you pull it up on Spotify, Offspring Intermission. Chef's kiss. It's fantastic. Offspring. Offspring. Yeah. Wow. Chef's what a throwback. throwback. Do you have any words of wisdom you would like to leave us with before we make you do all of our outro stuff that you obviously have to do with us? For this one? Ooh. Ooh, yes, yes, yes. Words of wisdom. I actually want words of wisdom. Words of wisdom from me? Okay. Sure. For us. So. And then I have a, a, a follow up question. Sure. It's funny how I kind of relate my words of wisdom always back to running and stuff like that because I was never like, I mean, I mean, AMQ, knowing me in high school, I was, I guess it was, you know, fairly skinny-ish. I'm not, I'm not tall. I'm not lanky or anything like that. And then, you know, the years afterwards, I, um, to use the, the, you know, the way you guys say it, I found weight uh, in my, you know, my, 20, my 20s. Oh, Malin! My 20s and into my, you know, in my late 20s and that kind of stuff. And it wasn't until my early 30s where I started to think, you know, I mean, and it was a, it was a joint thing between uh, my now wife and I, when we, we both decided to make some changes in our lives. It's, it's, the, it's the idea that if you ever think that it's too late, just like I always thought like I am way too heavy to ever lose the weight at this point or kind of thing. Or I just thought I can't imagine going back to being anywhere near what I weighed in high school. And you know, yeah, you know what? So, and I don't, I still, I've never hit that mark, but I don't have to really, you know what I mean? Like I don't need to be at that mark. And as long as, you know, but it's just the, the idea that, you should never put that like artificial limit. Like why, why, why am I putting that limitation on myself to say, I can't, I can never be X, right? I can never be Y without even putting the effort in. Like it was just, it was a cop out. It was honestly a cop out for myself. And, um, I lived my twenties like that and it was, it was a shitty time in my life. Um, you know, I didn't, I didn't date really. I couldn't, you know, I, not that not any lack of trying or anything like that. And life just didn't, you know, I was, I had a job and I wasn't really happy at my job at the time. And, 
you know, I always tried to look at, you know, uh, the bright side being like, you know, you got a roof over your head, you have good friends and, you know, you're alive. So, so that's that. But, you know, we should always strive to do, you know, more and, you know, have some goals. And yeah, if, you know, it's never too late to start to do anything. Never too late to start a podcast. Never, you know, to, to start your healthy journey and doing whatever you want, you know, whether you want to, you know, you want to find some weight because you might, you know, you, you, you don't have enough weight or you want to lose some weight or whatever. Then go ahead, do, do whatever makes you happy. But uh, it's never too late to do anything. Never too late to start running. I never thought I'd run a marathon. I thought that when I did my first 5K, I wanted to, I was dying. My heart rate hit 202. Like it was like insane. I thought I was like, I was like, how am I going to, I did five. I just, I thought I did five. How am I going to do 10? And then I did 10 and I thought, how am I going to do 21? You know, how am I going to do a half? And I did a half and I'm like, oh my God, a half, this sucks. How am I going to do a, one more? Like I got to do two halves to make a full? <laughs> and then I ran a full. You know what I mean? And it's just like, it's, it's what they is. Oh, I love that Malin wisdom though. That's so true. It's never too late to do what you want. You know, how am I going to do a podcast? How am I going to do one podcast episode? How am I going to do 10? How am I going to do 100? How am I going to have enough to talk about? Mm. You will. You'll find the content. If you really truly believe yes. it, you'll find the content. So it's just, yeah, keep keep up. Keep, so true. Keep, keep doing your so thing. True. I hope that was a good uh, nugget, nugget of pearl of wisdom. My follow-up question was actually like, what would you say to, I've been having a lot of conversations Shout out to Clubhouse, best app ever in a global pandemic. Um, been having a lot of conversations with people on Clubhouse right before we recorded this pod. I was in a room with humans who are trying to launch a pod and I got pinged into this room. And I was like, hey, like they like pulled me up on stage, such a weird concept. And I was like, hey, like I actually have like T minus 15 minutes until I record my pod. So crazy timing, but like, what's up? Like, how can I serve you? And this girl was like, oh, AMQ, we just like wanted to ask you like for your biggest piece of advice on how to launch a pod. And in my head, I'm thinking, Keska, the fuck? You want to ask me how you're asking me my, excuse me. I'm like two months into this shit. I'm still learning. And it was mind blowing to me because you don't know what you don't know. And we just did it. Like you mm -hmm. said, we just went for it. And so their, their question was yeah. like, what would you like? What, what's your advice? And I was like, oh, I, yeah, I was like, you're not going to like this. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be really honest. This is not going to be profound. And then I was like, my word for 2021 is do. D-O period. I am a woman of many words. And my word for 2021 is do. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, just do it. Like Becca and I are navigating everything. I literally said to them, we're changing so many things. 10 episodes in, we're realizing like, oh shit, we should have done this. And it's like, instead of shooting all over ourselves, what we need to focus on is, oh my gosh, like we have a, we have literally fans and humans who listen to our pod every week while folding laundry or driving to work or washing their dishes, you know, like that's pretty cool. So my question, I guess you've kind of already answered it. But my question to you is, mm -hmm. as somebody who works in audio, which I think is a very mm -hmm. complicated world, clearly that's why we have a producer, <laughs> what would your advice be to somebody who feels like they have a voice that needs to be heard and they want to start a podcast and they don't have a Malin? They don't have Malin magic. What would be your biggest tip to them? I mean, honestly, anybody with a mic or a phone, or I mean, and even anybody with a phone and a voice recorder app can make a podcast, right? I mean, I think what really matters most in podcasts is content versus quality. You can always, you know, if you got the content, it doesn't matter if the mic sounds like shit. You can, you know, it's just, it's just, it's just as simple as starting. And, and, you know, as with anything, learning anything these days, I find, especially if it has involves a computer, it can be, you can find a breadth of information. Like you just watching tutorials and stuff like that. I'll be, so here's the thing I learned. Like you guys approached me to, to do the podcast and edit, you know, edit the first you know, couple episodes, you know, before we, you know, agreed to, to rock this out as a team. And I was thinking, I know how to edit stuff and I know how to cut down audio, but I was thinking there's got to be an easier way to do this because I'm, I'm not using my software to its fullest potential. So I Googled around, I started learning, and then I realized, oh, okay, I could be doing this, I could be doing that. I set my stuff up differently, and now stuff that used to take me, 
like five mouse clicks and three button clicks, I can highlight something and hit an X. I can hit one button and it does all that in one. So it's, you learn and you just, just research, find like-minded people, reach out to smaller uh, podcast people with, you know, questions and all that kind of stuff. Heck, you're more than welcome to reach out to me if you are happy to, you know, if you want to talk shop or, you know, find out what's involved in that kind of thing. I'm happy to point you towards uh, the right resources. Um, you can find me on Twitter or anything like that at DJ Mallon or Instagram. Um, yeah, happy to offer advice, but it's just, you just got to do it, man. It's just, it's, it's, it's funny. It, it, I think it's just with anything, it's the content. Like it's just, you, and even if it's just you talking about how your day went and what, you know, this kind of stuff and yeah, just, just get on with it. Right. Like, I, like I guess it all even applies to like social media and stuff like that. If you, you just got to yeah. do it, you have to do it and you got to be consistent. Consistency and, and doing, actually doing it is key. So, um, people, people want to listen. And we're, we will link you in our, we will link you in our story notes so that everyone can go and find you oh, on all of the socials. Credit where credit is due. Bill. Look at my cat pictures. Of course. Yeah. Oh, thanks, boo. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so now you all know the man, the myth, the legend, our Malin magic. Thanks guys. Thank you so much for being our first guest. No problem. Excited to have, uh, to see you guys with more guests oh, they're, on. They're, they're coming. And uh, yeah, just excited to see this grow. Yes, they are coming. And, do, and don't forget to send us emails at hello, hello with three O's at I got you We love to hear from you, whether it's things that you like that are going well, that you, or just takeaways or just something, even no um, success is too small. So any achievements or anything, we would love to shout you out and celebrate you. So make sure you email us at hello, hello, three O's at I got you And if you love our vibe, like, comment, review, share, and subscribe. Yes, we never get tired of hearing from all of you. We will see you next week. And don't forget, I got, I got you, boo. Okay, thanks. Love you, bye. bye.